Support for today's show comes from Squarespace, who makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project. They want to get you online, whether you're showcasing your work or selling products, or just putting writing, photography, your face, anything out there on the internet where people can find it. They have beautiful templates, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support, and you can head to squarespace.com cracked for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code cracked to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Cracked Podcast, the podcast all about why being alive is more interesting than people think it is. My name is Alex Schmidt, and I'm the head of podcasting here at Cracked. I'm also known as Schmitty the Clam. I'm also known as Schmitty the Champ. And I am also, also thrilled about this single podcast episode covering two amazing things all at once. We're talking about calendars today in two fascinating ways, and our topic is brain-stretching calendar systems you've never heard of. One more time, that is brain-stretching calendar systems you've never heard of. And before we get into that, let me make clear, and, and we say this in the conversation too, but we understand that there are multiple places and cultures in the world. Uh, there's not just one kind of uh, way of living, and the world uses more than one calendar. Also, if that's a surprise to you to hear that, uh, that's okay. That's why you listen to the show, right? Find out new stuff, find out exciting things. And fun fact for some of you, beyond the quote-unquote normal calendar, our world has the Chinese lunar calendar, the Islamic Hijri calendar, the Hebrew calendar, the Ethiopian Coptic church calendar, and many other dating systems used by millions of present-day people, if not billions. Fun fact, according to National Geographic, almost 3 billion people will gather and travel to celebrate the Lunar New Year traditions of China, Korea, Vietnam, and more places this coming January 25th. Nice little tie-in to last week's show with Jason about holidays. That's an awfully big one for a lot of people. Anyway, today's episode is about two things that are much more surprising, I think, than the fact that multiple people have multiple calendars. The first half of the show is about the surprising history and little-known secrets of the quote-unquote normal calendar. The Gregorian calendar is a more specific name for it. That's the calendar that says this podcast released on December 30th, 2019, Anno Domini, if you want to get very papal about it. You, you may have a sense that that name, the Gregorian calendar, it comes from a pope. If you do, good job, that's correct. And the rabbit hole goes much deeper than that, which we're going to get into. Then the second half of this show is about calendar systems that are extremely obscure or are historical or are totally theoretical. They're mostly calendars no one uses. And a few are simply interesting ideas. The rest are direct attempts to improve on that Gregorian calendar, because it is a stranger calendar than people realize in its history and its function. Also, there are two particularly important sources for our show this week, so I want to cite them right up top. One of them is a Vox.com article entitled, We've been using the Gregorian calendar for 434 years. It's still bizarre. And uh, that article is written by Brad Plumer for Vox. Uh, also, it was written in 2016, so that 434 number is actually a little bit low. The second source is episode 159 of a podcast called 99% Invisible. The episode is entitled The Calendar. It's produced by Avery Truffleman and hosted by Roman Mars. And both these sources are, of course, in the food notes. And I hope you'll check them out. They're great. I also hope you'll check out the food notes about our guests today, two returning favorites of this show and two of the funniest comedians I know. One is Billy Wayne Davis. He's a regular on the Daily Zeitgeist and many more shows and has an amazing comedy album called Live at Third Man Records. I'm also joined by Danielle Radford, who is a Screen Junkies writer-performer, a fantastic comedian, and a co-host of the Tights and Fights podcast about wrestling and so much more. The three of us had just the best time looking at how the calendar has worked and currently works and could work. There are other ways we could date stuff, folks, and I think you ought to get to hear them. So please sit back or stand beside the bar at that New Year's Eve party, ready to share how Caesar and Cleopatra are the main reason for that party and the Times Square ball drop and the whole Gregorian New Year every year across much of the world. Either way, here's this calendarific episode of the Cracked Podcast with Billy Wayne Davis and Danielle Radford. I'll be back after we wrap up. Talk to you then. Mm -hmm. 
Danielle, Billy, happy almost the new year. We we're we're like a few days away on the specific calendar we use and only some people use. Because today we're talking about a lot of just amazing calendars that kind of nobody's heard of. But to get into that, we need to talk about the Gregorian calendar, the calendar that the three of us and many of you listening at home are on. Uh, your device is probably on it that you're using to listen to the show. And uh, it's the Beyonce of calendars. <laughs> It goes by one name and it's world dominant. I mean, it's the one that business and stuff is done with, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the calendar. It's the calendar we we, yeah, like just think is the calendar. So we've got this Gregorian calendar. It is named after Pope Gregory the Thirteenth. So there were a whole bunch of Pope Gregories before that, and I think most people don't realize. No one knew what day it was. (laughs) (laughs) So he, they knew what day it was. It's it's a very weird experience that it turns out basically every like majority Christian country in the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s went through because in 1582. Pope Gregory just all of a sudden said, uh, tomorrow is supposed to be October 5th, but I am changing it. Tomorrow is October 15th. Uh, so just he, he made an sexy. edict. And just he to, said, just yeah, to it get is cool. to be like, <laughs> oh, you thought it was October 5th. Now it's October 15th. Whatever the Pope version of putting your dick on the table is, that's what he did. <laughs> or, he, or something was due the 7th. Oh. <laughs> something major was due. And he was like, you know what? Today's the 15th. Oh, and I need enough. And one guy was like, oh, I, I, was like, I didn't know you could change the day. The Pope is freelancing, and he was told that he was getting paid sub 30. So he decided that now it's going to be the 15th so that he gets paid earlier. That's mm-hmm. smart. He's smart. Smart Pope. Very smart Pope. Really on it. And so he just makes this change. And so the year 1582 is 11 days shorter than most other years in all of the countries that this applied to. And in every other country where they change, that'll happen, too. That one year is just shorter all of a sudden. Teacher? Sorry, I'm putting my hands up. (laughs) How did you get noticed that just suddenly it was a different day? Because I assume it takes like a couple of days to tell people stuff. Yeah. So I think, and from from what I've read, this seems to be true. I feel like the past was just not that interested in what day it was, the way yeah, we are. That's you know what I mean? Right. Because they have to like plow like, the fields and like sell yeah, their daughters. I don't think bills were due the same way either. It yeah, was more like, yeah. hey, come harvest time, you owe me some eggs. Right. It was like, what day is it? Autumn. You know, yeah, like it, it was. It was that kind it's of corn. Thing. Right. Corn day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and the uh, and so then the calendar we have like there there are a few details in terms of like naming the months and stuff, but it was basically a two step process as far as the key stuff we know about. The second step was Gregory accelerates it by a few days, but that came from the Julian calendar. Before he did that, they were on the Julian calendar, which is named after Julius Caesar, mm-hmm. because what happened Part was Caesar was from the Roman Empire, and the Roman Empire had a lunar calendar, so that's a calendar based on the moon, and it was only a three hundred fifty. 54-day year, which meant mm-hmm. that every few years, the seasons were all out of line and way off, and it didn't make sense. And Julius Caesar fucks, right? It turns out he creates calendars when he fucks. Good. Because he meets Cleopatra, the thing we've all uh, heard about in stories and stuff. And the Egyptians had a way better calendar uh, that was based on the sun, and, and they were also aided by tracking the Nile. But the Egyptian calendar was 365 and a quarter days per year, which is like us. And then the quarter does the... Th- Okay. Yeah, that's a leap day mm-hmm. or leap year, you know. And so he meets her, and while they're having a relationship where I believe he was more than twice her age, you know, and it was all that stuff, uh, he also says, hey, why don't I combine these calendars, and the whole Roman Empire will have a calendar that's pretty similar to our calendar other than that date change. So yeah. they, had a, they had a date baby. Yeah. <laughs> they put together the calendars well, dude, and came dates. Yeah. <laughs> dude corrected his work. To try to get laid is what he did. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He compromised. Oh. That's what it was. <laughs> he was like, he was like, no, this is how it is. And she was like, hey, this is how we do it. And he's like, cool, this is, we're going to put them together. <laughs> we have this Julian calendar. And the reason Gregory was messing with it at all is that it was down to 365 and a quarter days per year, which is close. But it was off by 11 minutes and 14 seconds per year. Uh, which is not very much, but over, you know, 1,500 years it had added up. And so uh, Gregory said, hey, now the seasons are in the wrong places and stuff. I'm going to do this slight change. And like, wait it it out. It'll correct. (laughs) (laughs) Just all the way around. Just hold on. (laughs) 
And so that was where that change came from. Like he's he wasn't just doing it to be nuts. Gregory had to like put together the 1500s version of a group of scientists to like advise him on what to do and said, this is what we're doing. That's the calendar now. But then at one point the, he listens to the scientists and then he goes, but Jesus. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they were like, also Jesus, if you disagree. I mean, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And with the Catholic Church, the biggest thing I feel like to know about what we think of in the U.S. is just the calendar is that it was basically driven by how Catholic a place was decided how soon they got on the Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. Like we all forget that that since it's coming from a pope, the rest of the world wasn't like, well, the leader of that other religion said this. So we'll do that. Yeah, it's just like loading. Uh, it's like not everyone's going to like get the new iPhone OS. Like it, right. You have to wait until you actually like, oh, well, now my apps are messing up and Twitter's not playing like videos. Right. So I guess I have to take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. It affects like shipping (laughs) and stuff. If you're telling someone it's October 30th and they're like, it's November 9th, then that's not going to work. Well, I think they'd be like, what does that word mean? Oh, that could also be (laughs) in in October. (laughs) <laughs> that too, yeah. I think there's a, probably a level of that being like, I don't know what. Luckily, I think by then the Arabic number system had hit most places, right? Yeah, I believe Gregory was working on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like they would, they would numbers. throw in some some Roman numerals for funsies places, like we do for Super Bowls. Uh, but well, but mostly, yeah, no, it's, Arabic it's, is where it's at. Like I'm yeah, yeah. like I'm to give sorry. it importance. Yeah, yeah, yeah to like <laughs> a false sense of importance. Yeah, like, a, like, a, like a WrestleMania yeah. thirty is an XXX because that's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> WrestleManias. That, that's how we do it. The Gregorian calendar was adopted in a lot of heavily Catholic countries right away, but then basically the next centuries up till very close to today, the rest of the world gradually did that 11-day jump or otherwise in various places. There's one story where Russia was on the Eastern Orthodox Church mostly. Uh, and so they just didn't bother with the, the Gregorian calendar. And so the two main revolutions that created like communist Russia are called the February Revolution and the October Revolution. But they happened in what we think are March and November. Because they hadn't done that jump yet, mm. and so that's very confusing. And then they only put it in once uh, Lenin took over, because he didn't like uh, religion at all. He was like, no, forget it, but we'll do the Western European calendar. Also, uh, Britain and its colonies in America didn't switch until 1752. Of uh, course we didn't. We're still on the metric. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not on the metric yet. <laughs> I mean, like, we're I'm still sure on. there's parts of our country that are still like, mm-mm, no. That aren't even. On, yeah. the, on that calendar, yeah. <laughs> nope. No, I live in New Hampshire. And there's a reason I live here. I don't live on a Gregorian calendar. I don't recognize it or the United States of America. We're still on Imperial. Like, it's not, I wouldn't, I, yeah. nothing surprises. I'm positive that there are people, like, in somewhere in Denali National Park in Alaska who have never heard of the Gregorian calendar. Oh, yeah. This is the Caesarial <laughs> calendar named after Cecil. <laughs> You respect Cecil. <laughs> there's also a there's a weird story where that 11 day jump was easy for the Pope to do, but the country of Sweden in 1700 they said, okay, an 11 day jump is chaotic, so we're gonna very gradually adjust over a 40 year period. We're gonna like tack on a little more time and a little more time. And a little oh, more time. Sweden, Those right? Sweet, it's very sweet, sweet people. Yeah. Uh, but then what happened is Sweden got in a war with Russia and a couple other countries all at once. It happened. And they realized that if we mess with our calendar during the war, it's hard to like run the army and know when <laughs> to fight. And so then they stopped shifting, fought the war, ended the war, and then did a shift all at once, which was even more chaotic and very hard to do. No way. So this is going on like throughout world history, especially European history, just countries deciding to do this jump to the Gregorian calendar. It's crazy. How do people do any? I can't remember daylight savings time if it wasn't for Twitter. Like Twitter will remind me because my phone does it yeah. automatically. Like I couldn't. How would we? We wouldn't be able to coordinate a huge jump like a. 10 it was on the news. Future. I think a lot more prevalent back in the day. We would be oh, like, most of media would be like, "Hey, switch." Yeah, no, it was like a big news <laughs> event that leads nicely into the both the calendar we're on and how we count time. Also, have all these weird wrinkles that I think nobody knows about. Even it's even though it's the current calendar we're all on. For instance, I didn't know that the year is not quite 365 and a quarter days. The Earth orbiting the Sun, which is a year, it's technically 365.242199 days. Uh, 0.242199, that's slightly less than 0.25. 
So that means that in order to make the leap days account correctly for that not quite a quarter day, we skip, and this phrase is confusing, but we'll explain it. We skip a leap day in centennial years that aren't divisible by 400. I'm going to need, yeah, I'm going to need you to roll that back. <laughs> we, and this is our current calendar that we're all on. We skip a leap day in centennial years, which are the ones that end in 100 or, you know, like a big round number. Wait, but, so did we skip one? So, so we, we like had in t- one in 2000. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. Uh, we had had one in 1600, skipped 17, 18, and 1900 leap days completely, then had one in 2000. And so in 2100... No wonder everything was all messed up in 2000. Right, also like Y2K was happening, yeah. so none of us thought about it. Because not only are there fewer leap days than you think there are, but also Earth's rotation is slowing down a little bit all What'd of we the do? time. See, uh, I was going <laughs> to ask about that too, because the like the universe is always constantly expanding and... Getting bigger and getting smaller. And the universe, it turns out, doesn't give a fuck about what we're doing on this no, planet. No, no, no. Yeah, it yeah it it's tricky. No. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and also the, the rotation, they think it's slowing uh, ever so slightly, mostly because of what the moon does to the Earth. Like, the its orbit is not quite an even circle, and also Constantly the tides nagging. are impacting it. And mm-hmm. so what's happening is... And it also affects women's lady times. That Which is affects bears. Well. Which affects ba- and sharks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So our, our apex predators are going crazy and our days are getting uh, different lengths. This is crazy. So the day we we want to just base it on uh, how long it takes for the, the Earth to rotate in a circle. But according to timeanddate.com and, and uh, solid sources from there, today, uh, right now, is 0.0005622 seconds longer than 24 hours. So today is that extremely tiny fraction of a second longer than 24 hours. So how do we fix that? So it's basically a situation where we can't fix it. But what we need to do is figure out whether we want to be on atomic clock time, which is extremely exact about what 24 hours is. I'm not doing that. Or if we want to be on Earth's current rotation time. And so what science is doing and what an organization called the International Earth Rotation and Reference Systems Service. I, they sound fun. Or I-E-R-R-S-S. I want to party with them. Uh, <laughs> so what they're doing is they are adding leap seconds to the year every once in a while. And so the seconds get added to like a universal coordinated time, like what we've got on our regular clock on our phone and everything. So in like 2000 years, we'll have a new half a day. Yeah, it'll it'll be an extremely long Flurs time. Day. But <laughs> <laughs> so they so and we no, still won't get it off. Like people who have to work every day, work twice as hard on Flurs Day. <laughs> Man, people who work at McDonald's, they're not going to get like they still won't be making fifteen dollars an hour, but they're definitely not getting overtime. We yeah. do stop serving breakfast at at eight a.m. on Flurs Day. <laughs> And uh, and it will uh, like right now, universal coordinated time is 37 seconds behind atomic clocks because uh, they added another leap second at the end of 2016. They will probably add another one in June of 2020. I don't think people know that every once in a while there's an organization like adding a second to the clock because the Earth moves in a way that's confusing and we need to we need to make the days work. Amazing. Yeah. Also, the Earth is like more oblong. And I think most people know too. It's not like yeah, I believe so. Round. No, I think everyone knows. <laughs> it's just like a weird thing to be contrarian about. <laughs> Sorry, I I keep zoning out because like I'll start thinking about like what you're talking about, and then I'll be like, I can't fully understand it. <laughs> it's so confusing. Well, okay, because, so um, Billy, infinite time, my brain can't comprehend it. Well, and uh, and yeah, it takes people like astrophysicists to plot out these these leap seconds that I think most people don't know about. There are fewer leap days than most people know about. And this calendar was uh, like a total mess in its implementation. It's amazing. Uh, but we all just kind of use it. And when I say we all, I mean a lot of people, mostly in like uh, North America and Europe. Because of the internet, that calendar, I think, is more and more predominant in the mm-hmm. world. But there are many calendars we're going to talk about today. We're not going to talk very much about uh, the the extremely widely used, well-known ones, like the Chinese lunar calendar right. that creates Chinese New Year's. There's uh, an Iranian solar calendar, uh, and then there's Iranian New Year, which is Nowruz. There's an Islamic Hijri calendar. There's the Hebrew calendar. There's all sorts of calendar systems that, you know, people who were not listening to Pope Gregory have been using a long time. Whole thing. 
And then also we have some calendars today that are either extremely obscure or no longer used that are crazy. I'm very excited to talk about how crazy they are. Yeah, give me the crazy calendars. Let's start with, there might be a few people using this. There's uh, many of these calendars that are not the Gregorian calendar are used mostly for religious purposes, like finding holidays, like the Balinese Pawakan calendar. And it's the the island of Bali in uh, Indonesia. And it's mainly used for religious purposes. But most of the calendars we know of, it's like, oh, there's a set of weeks and days, and that's about it. And uh, the Balinese Pawakan calendar has 10 different week cycles that are happening all at the same time. Oh. Uh, so there's a one-day week, two-day week, three-day week, all the way up to 10-day week. So every day is in a slot in one of these different week cycles all at the same time. So <laughs> is this is it different regions take those different, like, this is our, and then there's also this one, or is it like every one of them is doing like, this is our two-day calendar, this is our 10-day calendar? Everyone's using all of the weeks all at the same time. So like we think of, oh, this day is in this week, but the Bali calendar with these 10 different week cycles, every date in the week has a different name. And so like, for example, this is one date's name, Luang, Pepet, Beteng, Sri, Pang, Was, Soma, Ludra, Toulouse, Duka, Kelawu. Okay. And then each of those words is a different slot in the week cycle. So they're like way smarter than we are. This is coming from a cracked article, Five Cultures Whose Calendars Would Break Your Concept of Time by Ted M. Yee. And you will see in the footnotes, folks, that like the chart to understand this calendar is very dense. There's a lot going on. It's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, I mean, you're in the middle of the ocean. You got a lot of time. <laughs> you got a lot of, you know what you got to do? Let's just let's study. It's like that song sitting at the dock of the bay, it except is. like the bay is all of the border just of your town. Sitting like your around the right. place that we live. <laughs> Coming up with complicated calendars. <laughs> Why? Right. Why not? The rest of the lyrics are just intricate calendar rules. Yeah. <laughs> It's also a calendar where the year is 420 days and it's split into two 210 day cycles. And also the years aren't really numbered. So just all you care about apparently is what day it is within the 10 different weeks on the two cycles of the year. Wow. But you're not like tracking year numbers the way we do. I could yeah, never do that. Yeah, because it's always fucking sunny. <laughs> it's there's always no sunny in Bali. It's like, no it's like LA weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like sometimes the rain comes and then it's hot again. That's, <laughs> so it's not like that will fuck up like the, your crops or anything either. Well, and yeah. then also like Bali, at least when I was younger, like that was one of those things on soap operas where people would be like, oh, we're so rich. We're going to Bali. Yeah, um, right. So Bora that, Bora or something. Yeah, yeah. Like one of these, like, so that's, you know, has been not now, but that was kind of my perception of it. So yeah, I'm sure they use the Gregorian calendar to help like the tourists move through, but. Totally. Yeah. And, and it also, it seems like there are a lot of countries in the world where they will just use the Gregorian calendar and also print the date on this other calendar that they have, you know, just now at the same time. Because mm-hmm. why not? It's very easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you at home go to Bali, uh, I don't think you'll encounter this calendar because it's very specific to religious purposes wow. uh, and is also very old. So it's unclear how many people are still using it at all. That's but really cool. There's just like one lady yeah. and she's always late. this calendar is very cool to me because i feel like calendar makers you would think they would be limited by just having the earth and sun and moon to work with right like basically every calendar we know of Mm -hmm. is based on those three things that none of which we control and are just moving the way they're going to move and are pretty consistent yeah and are pretty consistent right yeah but i i love that this calendar is it seems very independent of all that like it's it's just designed in a whole different way it's amazing that people could come up with that it's Mm. very cool yeah, it's really neat. And then convince other people that's the way to do it. Not only come up with it. Yeah. That stuff is what fascinates me. It's like also, yes, that they came up with this, but then the gumption to keep being like, no, this is yeah. this is it. Because no one that comes up with shit like this is it ever met with people being like, hell yeah, that sounds good. Let's tell other people. Yeah, yeah and no that's like universal to. across all of like yes. the Gregorian <laughs> calendar, everything. It's not Bali's calendar. It's like universal against like every calendar or everyone who's done time. Again, you just like explained you to me this like extra like, you know, two... Point five whatever of a second, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> really, really confusing. Yeah, and yeah, that, and then there's just other ways to do it. 
Well, also, uh, what like a lot of these calendars, they sort of spring from, oh, there's this tradition. Maybe I'll tinker with it a little bit. There's two calendars here that came out of massive revolutions, right? Oh. And so there's a, a huge political revolution. And then the people who did it said, we aren't just changing the government. We're going to change everything. That We're going to do like it all. Uh, one of them is the French Revolution. And so in uh, November of 1793, the people who did the French Revolution overthrow the king, behead a lot of people, put in a republic. They Fuck also your cake, said, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, uh, they also said, we're overthrowing the current calendar and clock. We're doing everything differently that with is, days that is and time. getting after some power right there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. that's, what, that's truly seizing power, right? Also, changing time. <laughs> what? It, okay. Well, it, also, it seems like people were so locked into kings at that time in Europe that they were like, this is approximately as fundamental of a change. Get rid of a king, change the clock. Yeah, it's about the same. You know? mm. yeah. And so they, so they said, we're going to do everything metric. And when I say metric, I sort of mean like the measures that we have. But mm-hmm. what it really means is everything's uh, based on 10, right? Because the, yes. uh, mm-hmm. for instance, the, uh, the clocks we have, like it's 60 for seconds to minutes and, and then 24 hours in a day. It's very confusing. And so what the French said is we are going to have 10 day weeks. We're going to have 10 hour days. Each hour will be 100 minutes and each minute will be 100 seconds. And that's just how things work now. Okay, but how much of those (laughs) do I work and what is minimum wage? Yeah, great questions. (laughs) I think you can just figure out the math from that. (laughs) After a while, but that actually makes more sense. It's like when we as Americans learn what the metric system really is and you're like, Oh, that makes more sense. Right. Why the yeah. fuck do we do it that way? And people are like, I don't know. Yeah, like millimeters and centimeters. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, but you're I get really it. close. Could you step back a yard? <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know what? At least we don't do stones for weight. That's one thing. That's we true. Have. A lot of the super medieval measures we got rid of. Yeah. That is hogsheads, I think. That's gone. I mean, we do horsepower. We do do horsepower. We do fucking horsepower. Yeah, that's crazy. That engine's got 400 and something horses under that. Well, you couldn't actually do that, Ted. That's, I mean, could you, could you bridle 400 horses? Yeah. I'd like to watch that. they, uh, They also gave every individual day of the year a name. And so all the days had agricultural oh. names such oh. as uh, pitchfork, Fuck goose, you. barrel, dung, and plague. All the French words for these things were uh, day names. As that well. sounds like listening to someone's poetry at a party. Yeah. Who <laughs> mind doing that? What day is it? It's duck. Okay. <laughs> cool. Wake me up when it's bull. <laughs> Uh, and then also with this massive time change, because it's very hard to say in your country, just now hours and minutes and seconds are all divided up differently. They started making clocks that show both uh, what I'll call regular time and this French time. And so it's a clock with like five hands on it. And there's a picture in the footnotes. Uh, it's just very hard to read. Like It's hard to look at and see what time it is. It's crazy. I am right. super I, I, like I love nerdy stuff. That broke me. The, the clock <laughs> with the five hands. Because I'm like, I'm all in on this calendar stuff. I'm like, yes, tell me more. I love this shit. Give it to me. Yeah. And and now I know how my mom feels when I'm trying to explain the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> that is how I feel now. Oh, I oh, so someone just keeps making up the stuff you're saying? They just make it up? <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but then I follow it real close. Yeah, I'm really into it. So, no, but like it's really important why Tony died because he was the thing that started, oh, you're, you're leaving now okay but that makes more sense than this nonsense <laughs> right there's like emotions and storyline behind all that like mm-hmm. this is just more like ah oh, god i mean no one liked hanging out with me so i just decided to change time you know, right yeah, that's the power you have that, that's that great. is doing that sentence i keep saying and you guys just pause no on it, that it is, is an insane thing to do that that's is crazy. doing joker stuff yeah no it is mental wants, illness. It is mental illness. No one wants to hang out with me. I'm going to, that's what that would be. <laughs> the person who created this whole system is named Gilbert Rum, and he was executed in 1795 for, I think, unrelated for, quote, stuff. being a tough hang. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they gave up on the time system uh, within 17 months yeah, and then gave up on the calendar after 12 years. They Maybe. did 12 entire years of this oh, crazy calendar. I gave it a little bit. Yeah, yeah let's see where it goes. You know what? It sucks. We're Look, right. I'm We're just, right. I'm just, did you ever hang out with Gil? I never really got a, I couldn't hang out with him alone. He said, give it 12 years. <laughs> I did it, but it's just. We it. told him we give it 12 years, see where it was at. It's the French Revolution. We got to give it. 12 years. We told him 12 years. 
We, we, promised, we promised him 12. Yeah, we killed him, but we still keep we our knew word. We after two, but we promised right. him. He's a hell of a negotiator. We, we did kill him. <laughs> He's not that great of a negotiator, but. Look, we guillotined him, but we don't want to be dicks. Like, we don't want to no, be dicks. Be dicks. Come on. Also, just like a fun fact with this calendar, because it, it's all decimal. It's all base 10, right? And the one other like main time system around that's base 10 is uh, that like decimal on the ending of star dates in Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Like whenever. I whenever, was waiting for the Star Trek reference. Yeah. Because so whatever the captain says, something, something, point two, that means it was three star, two tenths it, of the star day. It's star date. Yeah. It's not yeah. something, something, uh, sir. <laughs> it's star date. Oh, I mean, like the number, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave you guys alone. Yeah, I'm just go ahead yeah, yeah. and blank out. <laughs> I'll wake you up when I'm done. Yes, I'm <laughs> Billy just teleports out of the room like, oh, like, thought he'd be into it. Happy almost the new year on that one specific Gregorian calendar, as we've been saying. But, you know, a lot of people see a new year rolling around and they say, hey, it's time for a resolution. It's kind of the only time we use the word resolution. Otherwise, it's very heavy, right? It's not, it sounds like a, a congressional thing or, or a king deciding to invade. I don't know. Maybe that's just in my head. Point being, a lot of people resolve to start something new or begin something new when the Gregorian calendar rolls over. Maybe it's getting yourself a website. You know, it's going to be 2020. What a perfect futuristic year to finally have a website that puts you online. And I'm here to tell you Squarespace will make that process simple. They have beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They have the ability to customize just about anything there with a few clicks. Also, they have e-commerce functionality to help you sell stuff. They have analytics to help you grow the website and get more people looking at it. They make buying domains simple. They just have a laundry list of great features for putting you online in 2020, as you may be resolving to do. So head to squarespace.com slash cracked for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code cracked to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash cracked. Offer code cracked. Then the other revolution we have is the Russian Revolution, where they institute Soviet communism. Like we said, they initially finally did the Gregorian switch off of Julian. But then uh, they decided, hey, we need more production in the Soviet Union. Like, for some reason, this crazy, horrible dictatorship is not motivating people to work. What do we do to, like, get more production out of our people? And so they tried to do a new calendar that would force people to work harder. Man, communism could be so dope. What if we tricked them? Right. <laughs> well, and we'll just tell them because what are they going to do? Say no? Yeah. Well, here's what we're going to do. They're, they already hate us because <laughs> of all the stuff we're doing. And they're like, hey, we don't want to do anything. What if do some more stuff too? <laughs> and then like don't kill everyone nope. who has like a DVD right. of, you know, uh, the Jeffersons. <laughs> or like a killer. Maybe, like, killer. <laughs> maybe not. Good you luck. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> killer. Look, maybe nope. every, one in every four people who die. has the VHS set of the Golden You're Girls. Dead. <laughs> I was like, fine. You started with a suggestion. You're dead. <laughs> Two two seven. KGB. I'll wa- I've, I've watched it. I've seen it. The more you talk, the more dead. <laughs> Man, it does God. feel like that's how well, it was. Yeah, it was communism like, oh, could have been so okay. dope. Just like so dope. Yeah, they they didn't do it good. The Soviet one, they tried like two trick calendars. They did one, it didn't trick people good enough, and then they did a second one. And so the first trick here is they said, hey, weeks are five days now. A week is five days. And we're all gonna we're gonna like print up and post these calendars where all the days are color coded. And so hmm. everyone then has a color uh, that they're attached to for the color coded calendar. And you get one day off per five day week based on whichever color you've been given by the by the state. And so that's that's how the calendar works now. And it'll be different from every other country in the entire world. Hey, do you want to go out? I can't. I'm purple. And so I'm just not available on red. Yeah. Mm. And so the like worst version of that happened too, where they didn't bother checking like who's in what family and married and stuff. And so there were like couples and families where they just kind of never saw each other. Well, we do that now. uh, Capitalism (laughs) also does that. Or they're like husbands who are like, hey. They had friends at the color office and were like, if you could make it so we don't ever see each other, that would be the best thing um, that could ever happen to communism. What, um, <laughs> what color is your secretary? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Just think, I mean, 
humans just immediately corrupting those systems. Just being right. like, I can make this work for me. This is fine. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. I just, you're blue. I'm like yellow, but we, we're all going to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go hang out with my yellow buddies, though. <laughs> Oh, and Sharon? Yeah. What a weird coincidence that your best friend is yellow. I didn't know. <laughs> yellow like snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a Russian just walked in. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Billy's a master well, at accents. That's not even his accent. This no, other this one he's just, doing, no, it's fake. This is one I've been doing for 10 years. <laughs> it's very impressive. I forgot what I talked <laughs> well, and, uh, and so the Soviets did this calendar from 1929 all the way to 1932. So, so multiple years of just this weird, still not twelve coded five. Even then, even the Russians are like, we can't. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna give this a good the smooth. Like, Try twelve, <laughs> thirteen. So we're not idiots. I don't know. That's a good accent. Too. <laughs> really good. And so then the Russians said, okay, new calendar, forget it, new calendar, new calendar. It'll be one standard off day for everybody. So now we don't have this color-coded issue. However, it will be a six-day week, which means everybody gets even less time off and has to work even harder. But we fixed the the off day thing, right? Isn't that exciting? And no one liked this. They were all very upset. Also, you guys don't like anything we do. (laughs) Right. Come on. (laughs) All we're trying to do. Seize the means of production. Yeah. <laughs> and it you was didn't also, like the calendar. You don't like how we ha- can't have sitcoms. <laughs> you don't like you, how we took away bread. You don't like that we don't have Coca-Cola. <laughs> so complaining. And also, uh, there's a little more calendar math. So it's it's six-day weeks, and they said, we'll just keep the standard months. So it's six-day weeks, so five six-day weeks. That's 30 days, right? Great. But then anytime a 31-day month or February with less than 30 days came along, the Soviet government had to announce a fully updated new calendar to like account for it and make what that day was. So from 1932 to 1940, when they did this calendar, there were over 50 like national calendar patches to to fix the calendar system How because it didn't fit. Long <laughs> did they, I mean, when did they calendar the calendar? When was the calendar the calendar in the Soviet Union? It was from the revolution until 1929, and then it seems like from 1940 on. Okay, so I do like the way the Russians do something where it's like, if you get into power, you have it. (laughs) You have all the power of Russia. And everybody there is like, I mean, that is our system, so he's the guy right now. And that's how a Chernobyl happens. (laughs) He's not. (laughs) And Tuesday doesn't exist anymore. Why? I don't know. I, I think maybe you had a bad date on a Tuesday, and now we don't do Tuesdays. But that sounds like some kind of like if we reprogram human beings on what they think time is, we can reprogram their bodies to work longer. But it's also just like we just work. They were a, wrong, but I think that's that sounds like that line yeah. of thinking that those type of people we have can hack that. a human. Yes, yeah, like the way yeah. the tech companies try to do now, where they're like, it's totally cool if you work fourteen hours a day if you have a ping pong table. Yeah, you're an look at all that ping pong you're doing, and you're fun doing yeah. ping in. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> and we, there's, there's lucky charms. Yeah, there, <laughs> we do tournaments. We have oat milk, and if you're tired, you can sleep in one of our bunk bed pods. You piece of shit. <laughs> also, we have property you can rent from us. Yep. Well, and, the, and also the the Soviet people they seem to kind of reject this engineering on that second trick calendar. I'm tired. The uh, the workers just started uh, faking sick on Sunday all at once together. Uh, Were they which, faking? And we're also probably dying. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and as I mean, much I'm as I'm not you can. physically sick, but I am sick of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, I ain't lying. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's what revolutions try to do with the calendar. It's very hard to do. Before we go, there's a few other uh, calendars here that are not mm-hmm. old, old historical ones. They are calendars that are uh, basically an update on what we we call the quote unquote normal calendar, the Gregorian calendar, mm-hmm. because that's one of the weird things about it is that it, it got its last real update in 1582. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we could we could do it again if we wanted. With the, the calendar we've got, a thing that I think everybody knows is weird about it is just the month lengths are kind of random and, and stupid, you know, mm-hmm. like they're all 31 or 28 or whatever. It's a knuckle uh, trick, right? I never remember which is which, but... Oh, it's a mnemonic for it? I don't know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's 3130, 3130. So it's like, if you hit a knuckle and then the groove between a knuckle, then you hit a knuckle and then a groove between the knuckle. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I think it's like, I believe January has 31. So it's like, January, hit your pinky, 
or well, February, because it doesn't have, it's like a shorter month. So anything that's not 30 or whatever. And then you hit the groove and then March, you hit your knuckle. Oh. And then, yeah, April, you hit the the divot between. And that's how you remember which ones have 31 and which ones have 30 or so, less. Uh, oh, that actually works. Wow. Great. <laughs> it's very dumb. <laughs> it's amazing. Some designers of calendars have said, forget any systems like that. The thing is, it, just the basic math of it, 28 times 13 is 364. So if we did 13 months of 28 days, right, if they were just all if we add an extra month and make all of them an even like similar set of days, that's 364 days. You tack on one extra day or two extra days. You got a year. Easy. So we just do one day at the end of the year. Yeah. Like you do like and this is like Washington, D.C. day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and weirdly, a lot of astrologers say that like while because ever, all of the the months like go to planets and everything, a lot of them say that there is an extra planet that doesn't get counted called like Vulcan or something like that, which I know. But they oh. say that that counts for September and that should be included in our calendar but is not. Oh. What's so the there conspiracy? Would be, why is it why don't we recognize that planet? What astrologers do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not part of our solar system is like a thing and I don't remember if it's like a moon or something but they insist it should count. And that would oh, that's amazing! I, I, I love that. It is fucking uh, funny, right? And so, uh, a, this a crystal people, told me there's a hidden planet. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this idea that we could have a hidden month we add, and then like an extra day or two to make it a year. Mm-hmm. A few people have designed calendars that would work that way, and there's two famous ones. Uh, one is the French positivist calendar. The French at it again. Here we go. And in 1849, so ways after the, the revolution, the positivists were secular humanists. They were they said, you know, we don't need religion. We'll just be humanists that way. And so France was very Catholic. And they said, the calendar's all, all from a pope and full of saints days. Forget it. We're going to do this new 13-month calendar. And also every month and every individual day will be named after a major figure of history or science or philosophy. And they were all European men, all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> and so we're they, used to it. Yeah, it happens. And so they tried to roll that out. And then there, the 365th day would be called Complementary Day, and it would be dedicated to everyone who has ever died. And so they wanted their movement to make oh. this calendar take off. It just never did. It, oh, it's like miscongeniality. Where it's oh, like, where oh, the, it's like an award for people that are okay. I thought you meant yeah. that movie. I was like, oh my. <laughs> Not the Sandra Bullock movie, but just like, it's like, oh, like, okay, we'll honor the people that were cool, but not right. like worthy of a, their own day. Listen, you need, yeah. If you got something done, you get a day. Yeah. If yeah. you die, we'll give you your, a day. That's for everybody <laughs> that ever dies. Because we will link to all the a calendar with all the list of all the different people on it. Because there's hundreds of them. Because they did all the days and months. But yeah, the months we are all after. Just want to be special, right? Yeah. And the months are after key people like Caesar and Moses. And this like French people of history calendar. You can look up what day it is today on it. And so we're taping November 13th. Now you know that in the world. So uh, so on that calendar, uh, November 13th is Frederick 9th. Because the month is named after King Frederick II of Prussia, uh, who was a famous general. And it's a month for all politician and general people. And then the specific day is named after Dutch statesman Johann von Oldenbarnevelt. And Mm -hmm. so you could tell people it's Frederick IX, or you can tell people it's Barnevelt. You know, either one you want. Like the Boston Barnevelt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. And so this calendar never took off because that's all silly. Uh, And then there's another approach to this 13-month calendar called the International Fixed Calendar. Uh, It was designed in 1902 by a British railway scheduler named Moses B. Cotsworth. And this this had much Sorry, less. Sorry, it's the B. The uh, B the is, B is great. Going. Yeah, he be. You know he'd be doing that. <laughs> and he was he did not have an agenda of let's talk about philosophy all the time. He just wanted to make uh, just the, wanted the, the, the year work better. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I put that B in there. <laughs> all goes back to Caesar and Cleopatra, right? All day. That's, oh, all day. that's I mean, calendars, man. Base. They're species. all sex. And so he he said, we'll, we'll keep the month names we have on everything. We'll add a 13th month named Sol, like S-O-L, like a, an, an old name for the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll go between June and July instead of at the end of the year, just because I feel like it. That was his idea. And then there would also be an extra day at the end of the year. And he basically spent the rest of his life traveling the world trying to get people to adopt this 13-month calendar with even months. And... <laughs> 
Oh, dedication. Yes, hello. Can you can you can can someone answer the door? Hi, I wanted to talk to you about my new calendar. That's like Avon calling, but it's just like door to door salesman. Right. Like, I'm already Methodist. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 hear me out. You know how we measure time. <laughs> what? Putting stuff in on like Craigslist, like, hey, would you like, uh, are you an entrepreneur? Would you like to own your own business? And then you get there and he's just like, um, I'm selling the idea of you telling people about calendars and also these knives. <laughs> How we make money? You don't. <laughs> no. You just get to be on the forefront of new time. New time? What's that mean? Okay. <laughs> It's just a hard thing. Like, even you explaining this and, like, the theories and all these, like, I'm just fascinated that it gets so far that people are like, all right. Right. That they're like, yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really lecture people on this in a way that they're yeah, excited Yeah, like, I mean about. it. Yeah, yeah. And the thing with this international fixed calendar is almost nobody took him up on it except yeah. George Eastman. And George Eastman is the founder of Kodak, which is, a, is still a massive company. And especially before, uh, basically before the 90s, it was the primary company for cameras and photography yeah. in the entire world. And then we uh, went digital and go fuck yourself. Yeah, then they, uh, they were screwed. Uh, but at the time. They're still doing fine. Yeah, they're okay. Oh, yeah. They all have money. Yeah. But, uh, but Eastman said, this calendar is brilliant. The world should adopt it. Uh, when did he say that? He yeah. said it in 1924. Man, him and Kellogg, just like some weird ideas. <laughs> well, you get you, a couple catch, then you get cocky. Yeah. <laughs> eat these cornflakes. You'll stop masturbating. Right, right. That'll work. I mean, if you constantly eat cornflakes, you don't have time to masturbate. <laughs> Hands fact. are busy. Yeah. It's just a fact. Just comes out like powder. <laughs> Well, that's how you get Frosted Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so Eastman, he's like, the world won't do this. But he did lobby at the League of Nations to try to do it. And, and it almost worked. But he said, if the world won't do it, my company will. And so starting in 1924, the Kodak company ran on a 13-month calendar, different from the entire rest of the world. <sighs> uh, and also Eastman uh, tragically commits suicide in 1932, but Kodak keeps using the calendar until 1989. So until our lifetimes, Kodak was on a 13-month calendar internally and would just kind of adjust for the rest of the world. But in their own system, it was uh, that. I desperately, desperately want to hear from one of those employees. Well, that's just – well, you don't understand it because so, it was in there before you even – it's just like learning – like a system wherever you're a server, it's just the culture right, is different yeah. and stuff. So when you go in, yeah. the language and everything's just a little different. Like filing and law stuff, yeah. But it is. <laughs> I think it's yes, exactly. And yeah. it's also, it, it's also probably a good way of protecting certain information. He probably f figured out, like it was a way because people didn't understand what they were saying unless you were in the system. And then once you got in the system, you're like, "Fuck, we're here. I'm sticking with it." And then, but to me, it's also probably a testament to why his company was successful to start with, because that's a stubborn fucking thing to do. Yeah. That's so stubborn mm -hmm. that you're like, oh, no, 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 we're doing it. And then you go to the, if the world's not going to, like, nah, I'll still fucking do it. Yeah, I'm in I charge. I also desperately want to hear, like, you know, everyone has that, like, here's the tape, like, you're you're a new trainee, like, you come in and oh. listen to the thing. <laughs> I desperately want to see what those are. Oh, so you've decided to work for Kodak, and there's, like, the 80s music in the back. We're so happy to have you. You are the newest team member in a fast-growing photo company. So the first thing you need to know is our calendars are way, way different. Like, how do you, <laughs> right. what do you? Let us introduce you to <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Galeep Glorp. Like, how do you sell that? Right. Well, uh, we're also we're getting this story mainly from an episode of the podcast, Ninety Nine Percent Invisible, about this calendar. And they talked to a uh, former Kodak employee who worked under this calendar, and he loved it. Like he said, he misses working under it and like tried to bring it to the next companies he worked at and they wouldn't do it. Yeah, because you sound like, like a crazy person. Right. <laughs> hey, so have you heard about Gleep Glorp and the celebration of Gleep Glorp? I'll just go back to my cubicle. Like, it's fine. Right. <laughs> Should I just put my things in this box? Yeah, I'll just put my things in this box. and then Oh, in the box? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like if you worked at Sonic and then you went to like. Tinder greens or something. You're like, have we fried it? Did you try frying it? 
<laughs> you gotta fry everything. That's what we do at Sonic. You just fry things. Did you fry it? Fry it. <laughs> Wait, do you mean the lettuce and like the, the salad? Well, okay. Put it in batter and fry it. People love it. We're not gonna, but we have the, the salmon and it has like the, the herbs. Put sugar and the, in it. Put a sugar fry in it. I mean, okay, but what do we do with the backyard fry steak? It. Just fry okay. it. Just okay. Just fry all of it. <laughs> and then get girls to take it out and roller skate. <laughs> But the baby spinach with like the goat cheese and mm-hmm. the walnuts and fry the vinaigrette. Okay. Put in a ball. <laughs> fry that ball. Rounding things off a bit, like the Kodak employee, he was so excited about this calendar because he worked in, uh, he like worked with or in accounting. And so all the months being the same amount of numbers, it made it a lot easier. Like he didn't yeah. have to adjust for stuff. Oh. Uh, however, nobody wants to change the calendar. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like, like as we look at all these, whether or not they're better than the calendar we have, we're just never going to do them, right? We're not on board. No. no. We're going to do what we have already. No. It's going to be this calendar, and well, it's going to be yeah. eight change. They're, they're so good at it. They're so good at it. Yeah. You know, and the IRS, when you're doing accounting and you want to, like, submit taxes, they definitely want to hear a lot about Blurbtober. <laughs> but Blurbtober is, like, their favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> and it definitely doesn't make you sound insane. Especially if you're like, your paperwork says April 15th, and on my calendar, April 15th is a long time away. Like, it's not <laughs> no, good. It doesn't. That's They're not, not going to like it. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> Yeah, so never changing it. Uh, never never gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Flirt Tober. <laughs> Folks, that's the episode for this week. My enormous thanks to Billy Wayne Davis and Danielle Radford for diving into a topic that is brain stretching. Like we said up top, it's really conceptual and interesting to me. And they are wise, wonderful people who found humor in those very date heavy, logic heavy ways of measuring how time goes across the year. I'm so grateful to both of them. And I am grateful to you, dear listener, for so many things in our food notes. You will find all that information on the history of the Gregorian calendar. You will find wacky and wild details about the other calendars of the world, such as in Bali and in our minds, like the French positivist calendar named after historical white men. And most of all, I want to say thank you. This show exists because you listen to it. And I can't thank you enough for making it a part of your week and making it a thing at all. You're you're bringing it into existence by hearing it. Uh, So I've had a really gratifying and positive year of getting to make this show and getting to share it with you. And I'd send y'all a card if I could, but instead here is me saying thank you. And if there's one thing I'm I'm even more thankful for, it's that we're going to keep right on going in 2020. So see you then. It's going to be great. And our theme music is Chicago Falcon by the Budos Band. This episode was engineered by Jordan Duffy and edited by Chris Souza. If you love this episode, that's great. If you hated it, let me know about it on social media. That's right, social media. A tool that helps organize uh, like a million New Year's Eve parties every year. Did people used to send like paper invitations? Boy, that sounds hard. Anyway, my Twitter account is at Alex Schmitty. My Instagram is at Alex Schmistagram. And I'm on the wider internet at my website, alexschmitty.com. That's got my show dates, my fun email newsletter of free internet stuff tips, and so much more. And I'm here to say we will be back next week in the fantastical future year that sounds like an eyeglasses prescription to me of 2020. We'll be back with more Cracked Podcasts. So how about that? Thank you so much. (laughs) 